0: You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, praise the Lord. I'm glad you joined me today. And um, I want to talk about something that uh, we don't think about too much, but I want to talk about the word worthy. And uh, we're going to read a couple of key verses. And the first one is out of Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 1. It says, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherein you were called. And then I want to read out of First Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 12. It says that you should walk worthy of God who has called you unto his kingdom and glory. And uh, I wanna just delve into the thought of, the word worthy literally means um, to be of value or to be of equal value. And you know, there's this feeling today that uh, as believers all we gotta do is just say we're a Christian or we love the Lord and then uh, we're all gonna go to heaven and be happy. But the scripture's very strong on teaching that there are qualifications And that the calling of God, when God gives you a calling, Paul's writing, he said, you need to walk worthy of the calling. You need to be able to qualify that you can be involved in the calling. You know, remember the scripture says, many are called, but few are chosen. And you say, well, Pastor, how... You know how can I be of, of, of value to of equal value of God? You know, um, and of course we know that God is God, and there's none like Him. But the Scripture is very plain; it says that as Christ is, so are we in this world. And so there is a way that you and I conduct our lives that's that increases the value of us to God. That when God looks at us and he says there's value there or there equal value there's in the exchange. Uh, God doesn't give us things, I know that salvation's free, freely you receive, freely you give, but there are some things that in order to get them you gotta qualify And and that you have to prove yourself worthy. Of, of being able to have God release something to you. And um, in in the book of Matthew, chapter 22 and verse 8, uh, it says this, the Lord is speaking, he says, the wedding is ready, but they that were invited were not worthy. I and mean, this is the story where... Um, you know, God invited a lot of different uh, people who have prominence and wealth and education to to the wedding feast, and of course, uh, a lot of them gave reasons why they could not come. And so the Lord said, "I'm disqualifying you for coming because you're not worthy. There's you've not qualified yourself. That what I'm inviting to you is very special," and He said. Uh, they are not worthy to come. There's another verse that talks about Revelations 3 and 14. He said, there are a few in Sardis who have not defiled their garments. He said, they're going to walk with me in white because they are worthy. So, you know, when you go to, to buy a home or a used car or a piece of land, there's something that's done called an appraisal and it has to establish the value of that house that it's worth what the owner's asking. And with God, there is an appraisal that God does of our lives. And that if we're wanting God to release something to us that's valuable to God, then we have to show that we have something that's valuable to him. Uh, You remember the verse that that talks about it. It says, um, what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? If he gains the whole world, or he he, he gains the whole world, loses his own soul. Uh, But I want to flip that for a moment. Because when we come to Christ, we are offering God our soul. The Bible talks about serving the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. So there's an exchange. At salvation, there's an exchange that takes place. We are offering God ourselves or our soul in exchange, and God is going to give us eternal life. And so when we come to the Lord and we, you know, you can offer to the devil your soul in exchange for what he'll give you many people give up their soul for wealth or fame or power you know dreams that they want to come true but on the other side what can we offer god in exchange for our soul so i offer god my commitment I offer God my sacrifice, I offer God my praise, I offer God my discipline, I offer him a prayer life. And that's what we're offering God. And then David said, "I," or Paul said this, I know in whom I believe, and I believe that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. He's talking about that when I got saved, I committed my soul unto God. Now God is going to keep, he's going to guard that soul, why, because what you gave him is valuable and there are so many things and so you say well pastor how how do I become worthy what what do I do in my life that when God looks at me and assesses me he says that's a worthy life that's something that I want in uh, Matthew chapter 10 and 38 it says He that taketh not his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. So let's let's go to the other side of that. The flip side of that then is he that takes his cross and follows after me is worthy of me. So one of the ways that, that we make ourselves worthy or valuable to God is we take up our cross. We daily take up our cross. Jesus said this, if any man will be my disciple, let him take up his cross and follow after me. And so one of the ways that you make God look at you and say that's a valuable uh, soul to me is that you daily carry your cross. Another verse says this, 1037, it says, he that loveth family more than me is not worthy of me. So the opposite side of that is uh, he who loves the Lord more than anyone else or more than anything else, God said, then you're worthy of me. You're of value to me. Uh, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 39, it says, These all obtained a good report through faith. And he said, the world was not worthy of them. Uh, I'll be honest with you in my opinion I think that the wicked men are not worthy of the church today they blaspheme God and, and yet they get the benefits of the church in the earth because it is the church holding back the judgment of God but he's saying here he said uh, what made them worthy was they obtained a good report through faith and so here's another way that you make yourself valuable to God you learned how to live by faith because living by faith is just simply telling God I don't need proof the fact that you said it's proof and that by faith hallelujah we please God through the act of faith I guess what really began to get me on this, this direction of teaching today was I was reading the Scripture and talked about that, um, that we would be worthy of the world that is to come. And see, the world that we see right now is temporary. It's going to come to an end. After 7,000 years, God will bring this world, this temporary world, to an end. But he said there's a world coming that you need to be worthy of. In other words, we don't get to enter into the eternal world of God where there's no devil, there's no sin, pain, sickness, death, sorrow, disease, debt, none of those things. It is a world where there's only righteousness, and everybody in it is holy, and God is the ruler, and Christ is the light, amen, that lights it up, and it's eternal, and you never die, and you never get sad or disappointed, no tears. That's the world that's coming, but God said, you've got to be worthy of that world. You don't get to just die and automatically you're transferred into it. He said, there are things that you have to do that make you worthy, that you qualify for that world to come. And, and oh, I pray that all of us would be in a place in our lives that we are able to qualify the world that is to come. And that when God brings us to an end, that we are able to translate into that realm. Um, the world's value system is different from god's value system and in acts 5 and 41 it says it's talking about the disciples it said they rejoiced that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for for jesus's sake boy this is such a, a deep verse it says that the disciples were suffering, they were suffering shame, there was, of course we know there was physical suffering that led them of the 12 died of a martyr's death. But the disciples, I guess when they would talk with each other, the Bible said they rejoiced that they were even counted worthy see not everybody goes through difficult things the people that god is going to use the most the people that are going to shake the kingdom of darkness and pull down the strongholds of hell they have to go through a process and god just doesn't take everybody through that process he takes those through the process that he looks at them and he said i deem you worthy that I, wish I see something in you that says you are valuable to me. And because you are valuable to me, I say you're worthy now to be able to suffer for my name's sake. It is a privilege. And see, only in the realm of the spirit can you understand this because so many people, when they go through difficult times, either they think the devils did it or god's mad at them or or why is this happening to me but uh, and i'm sure that many of you uh, can bear witness with me as we look back over our lives that it is the suffering that we went through that has made us who we are today it's the fires of suffering they tempered us that we're able to withstand the fiery darts of the wicked um, in Romans chapter 8 in verse 18 it says Paul's right. he said I reckon that the sufferings of this present time the difficulties of our lives that we're involved in right now he said they're not even worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us he said Listen, he said, don't worry about stuff that you're going through. He said, son and daughter, what you're going through isn't even comparable to the glory that's going to be revealed in us. He said, it's not even worthy. There's nothing in it that even says you can be compared to how great it's going to be. And so if God understands that, He's trying to help us understand, too, that that what we are going through is creating value in us. You know, there are some things that over time, they increase in value. Now, there are some things that that depreciate, but not everything. And with believers, believers, if they stay true to God, never depreciate in value. They only appreciate. They increase in value, and so as we increase in value, then we increase our worth to God, that we become more worthy, and the more worthy you become to God, the more you qualify yourself to be able to have the precious things of the Lord. Uh, in second Thessalonians. second Thessalonians chapter 5 it says um, so that we ourselves glory in you and in the churches of God for your patience and your faith and all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure he said which is an outside sign it's a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God so that you may be counted worthy, hallelujah, that you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you also suffer. And so, you have to qualify. There has to be a, a worthy. Uh, one of the the last things that I want to touch on, this is in um, Colossians chapter 1 and verse 10. This is one of the things that that helps us that when God looks at us, he says, oh, they're valuable. They are worthy. They have worth to them. This is in Colossians 1 and 10. It says um, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. And this is how, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So one of the ways that, that you appreciate your value to the Lord and you increase in value, you're more profitable to God, is that you learn to bear fruit. There's lots of Christians that, that they might go to heaven, but they don't bear fruit. And it's a dangerous saying because Jesus gives the parable. He said he, the man plants the vineyard and the tree and then he looks and after three years he said there's no fruit on it. He said I'm going to cut it down and I'm going to burn it. And so it's the way you, you and I become more valuable to the Lord and the way that we become qualified for the world that is to come is that not only do we walk in faith, not only do we We learn how to suffer for God and understand it's a privilege. But we also learn to bear fruit. Fruit means that you produce in your life something that others can partake of. And so I want to end this today by just encouraging you that if you are walking with God today to the best of your ability, then you may not realize it. But your stock's going up. Your value to God is increasing. And there are some things that God has that the only way you get them is is you have to have the value that's worth the exchange. That God will say, I'm going to give this to you because what you're giving me is worth it. It's the same value. And so I want God to look down on us. I want God to look on my life and say, he's worthy. Don't you want God to look at your life and say, oh, that son, that daughter, they're worthy to me. They're valuable. And ultimately what it does, it gives us access into the world to come. Well, God bless you. I I hope this time of the word has, has helped you and encouraged you. You be strong in the Lord and I'll see you next week.